السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. This is a Naa Sharif of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, praise of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let us recite the root Sharif. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری شان خاک ساری تیری زلف عمبری پر ہونی سار بے قراری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری شان خاک ساری تیری زلف عمبری پر ہونی سار بے قراری تیرے در کی خاک روبی سے ملی ہمیں مسرت تیرے ہر زمان زمین میں ہے گلاب جیسی نگہت تیرے جلوائے ہسی سے ہے خمار سب پہ پاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تو ہی دایت و کپے کر تو ہے رحمت مجسم تو ہے زندگی کرہ بر تو دکھے دلوں کا مرہم شب و روز یہ دعائیں کوئی رہے نہ جائے ناری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تو سخاوتوں کا مرکز تو ہے انبیاء کا خاتم تو شرافتوں کا مادن ہو درود تجھ پہ ہر دم تیری ذات اونچی پھر بھی تیری شان ان کی ساری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تو ستائشوں کے قابل تیرا ذکر میرا فن ہے میرے دل کی دھڑکنوں میں شب و روز موجزن ہے تیری یاد کی جوانی سے دلوں کی آبیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری ذرا دیکھ لو مدینہ یہاں رحمتوں کے بادل یہ تلاوتوں کی محفل یہ عبادتوں کی منزل کوئی رو رہا ہے پیارا 
ہے درود لب پہ جاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری میں کیا کہوں صحابہ شہید و جہاں کے پیارے وہی آ رہے نبی کے وہی دین کے ستارے ہے بلند ان کا رتبہ وہ قرآن کے تھے قاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری اسی امت نبی کو کہیں لگ گئی ہے نظریں جو تھی ایک لڑ رہی ہے یہی آ رہی ہے خبریں تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیرا نام ہے محمد تیری مدحت میرا فن ہونی سار تجھ پہ آقا میری شاعری کی دھڑکن ہیری زا کی بس تمنا تیرے دین پہ جانی ساری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری تیری ہر ادا ہے پیاری الحمد للہ الحمد للہ اللہم اغنینی بالعلم وزینی بالحلم واکرمنی بالتقوی وجملنی بالعافیہ او کما قال النبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم دین as we've discussed many times already is a complete way of life and every aspect of our life regarding it we have guidance we have complete detail of how we should be conducting ourselves what is required of us just as our salah is part of deen our muamalat and monetary dealings are also part of deen muasharat and social etiquette and social life is also part of deen and the branch known as akhlaq and character good character this too is an integral part of deen and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sent to perfect this akhlaq wa istu li utammima makarim al akhlaq bismillah says i was sent to perfect good character 
what is the character that the world understands to be character, to say thank you and please, that is etiquette, that too is in its place. But the akhlaq that deen teaches is far beyond what even the West can or the rest of the world can even imagine. Without deen, we could never have known this akhlaq also. And this akhlaq is such a major thing in a mu'min's life and such an important aspect that in one hadith sharif, Nabi Wasallam says that a person with his good akhlaq will reach the, the level of darajata sa'imil qa'im. He will reach the category and the level of the person who fasts perpetually. Every day of his life is fasting. Besides the days is not permissible. And he is standing in tahajjud and in salah the whole night. Every night. Now how many people can do that? But the person with his good akhlaq, he will also reach this category, this level. And on the other side, by not adopting the akhlaq that is required, a person can then wipe out all the amal that he is doing whatever good he is earning, due to bad akhlaq, all this can get wiped out. As we discussed yesterday or the day before, that all these things, if a person does not adopt the correct akhlaq, the correct mu'asharat, etc., then on the day of qiyamah, he'll have to now start dishing out his good deeds to all those who he wronged. An extremely important thing is to focus on developing akhlaq, developing this good character. Nabi Wasallam regarding him in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ That you are on a very noble level of character, the most, greatest level of character. So this is something that Nabi Wasallam taught us through his most splendid example of what is meant by good akhlaq. But today one hadith sharif, one dua of Rasulullah in which one aspect deals with akhlaq as well. But there are several other aspects also in it, which is a very comprehensive dua and something that we should be making in our dua as well, we should be reflecting upon the meaning and message of this also. So in this dua, Nabi Islam is asked for four things. Allahumma aghnini bil ilm wa zayyinni bil hilm wa akrimni bil taqwa wa jammilni bil afiyah The first aspect Nabi Islam asked for is and he's asking one is his abdiyat this is his complete servitude to Allah Ta'ala that despite being granted more than what anybody can be imagining but he still felt he needed to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. He needed to become even a greater servant of Allah Ta'ala. Now that is that abdiyat, complete humility and servitude. And that is the lesson we need to learn. That to the extent a person will humble himself, to that extent he will get closer to Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Wasallam was taken on the journey of Mi'raj to the point where no angel could even go. After a certain point, Jibreel said that this is where I stop. If I dare go one bit further, I'll burn to ashes. 
This is now only your maqam and only your position. You can go beyond. So such a great journey and such a great miracle and where the closest angel also couldn't go, Nabi Salaam went. But describing this journey in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, Subhanalladhi asra bi abdihi. Nabi Salaam was the Rasul of Allah Ta'ala. He was the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. He was Habibullah. He was the one who possessed all the qualities at the height of it. But when describing this great journey, Allah Ta'ala mentions that which is the unique feature that Nabi Wasallam was the greatest abd of Allah Ta'ala. That nobody could come close to his abdiyat. And together or rather because of this, the greatest abdiyat being in him, he went to the highest point. He went where no angel could go also. So likewise, we have to develop this abdiyat in us, this humility. We are the humble servants of Allah Ta'ala. We are nobody and nothing. What do we have that we can claim about? Everything is purely and solely the gift of Allah Ta'ala. And if Allah Ta'ala wills, He can snatch it away in one moment too. So this humility, that I am nobody, I am nothing. And to be completely free of this pride and arrogance, these are the things that cause a person's downfall, bring about destruction in dunya and destruction in akhirat. So in any case, Nabi Wasallam, his du'as were an expression of his abdiyad. And at the same time, these du'as were ta'aleem for the ummad. These were lessons. On the one side it was du'a, it was simultaneously ta'aleem and a lesson to the ummad. That what should the ummad be focusing on? What should they be making an effort about to try and acquire in their lives? What should they be saving themselves from? In the mu'awwizat, Allahumma inya'udhu bika, all those du'as when Nabi Sallallahu sought refuge from things. These are highlighting things which are dangerous, very dangerous. So in this du'a, Nabi Sallallahu asked Allah Ta'ala, the first thing, Allahumma aghnini bil ilm. One meaning is, Ya Allah, make me, grant me the wealth of ilm. Make me wealthy through ilm, through knowledge. Without the correct ilm, if knowledge is incorrect, the person's deen would be incorrect. If knowledge is not correct, how is he going to have, do what is right? How is he going to have his iman right? His aqaid correct? How will he perform the a'mal correctly? Sometimes a person, basic things, but some, he just took it for granted. But sometimes people suddenly ask a question to someone and they realize that they were doing something completely wrong which was nullifying their salah. Now for years the person thought everything was fine. One person didn't know the faraiz of ghusl. He said he never knew that you had to rinse your nostrils also. As a married person, children and life is carrying on, he's performing salah, but he wasn't performing his ghusl correctly. Now that ghusl is not done correctly, if that ghusl is not valid, then that salah is not valid. And the person Allah knows, maybe he went for hajj, he made tawaf, what else he might have, but his ghusl wasn't valid. So this is something to take the effort to learn the masail of deen.
to make the effort to learn what is applicable to us in terms of our personal lives. The business that we are engaged in, what are the laws of deen pertaining to that manner of business or that aspect of business? What are the ahkam of Allah Ta'ala pertaining to our social lives, our domestic lives? We have to learn. We have to make the effort to learn, to go to the ulama ikram and learn from them and ask them the masail. So that we get our deen in order. Because with the wrong ilm, we'll have the wrong deen. But then the very important aspect in this is, that we have to see where we take this ilm from. Nasirin Rahmatullahi, great tabi'i, says, Inna hadha al-ilm deenun. Imam Tirmidhi Rahmatullahi quotes this, saying of his, that Inna hadha al-ilm deenun. That this knowledge is also deen. So, فَنْزُرُوا أَمَّنْ تَأْخُذُونَ دِينَكُمْ So, beware of where you take this knowledge from. Who you take it from. What are his credentials? What is his background? Otherwise, nowadays, there's a lot of confusion that is being created out there. And now a person doesn't know better, and now he's taking anything wherever it comes from. Whoever it comes from, he is just going on Mufti Google and Sheikh Google or whatever. He doesn't know who's writing what. Whatever comes because it sounds nice or because it is written in a captivating way, anything goes. But what is the reality of it? And sometimes, Allah forbid, what is the agenda behind it? And then a person just takes anything from anyone and everyone and falls into a major confusion. Just recently, in this month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala had blessed us to go to the Haramein Sharifain. In Medina Munawwara, just in line with the Roza Mubarak, not far off in the back, one person gives a talk every day in Urdu. We happen to be a not far off distance because it was on the speakers, you can hear what the talk is all about. So now because he's talking in Urdu, so the predominant listeners are all Indians and Pakistanis and from the Asian countries, Urdu speaking and understanding people who are predominantly Hanafi. Now suddenly you can hear this person talking about Dwai Qunut. So the Dwai Qunut that we recite in our Vitar. Uh, he's addressing a Hanafi audience and he's saying that this is not Sabit anywhere in the Vita. This is something which in, is in Qunut and Nazila. Once in a while when some major catastrophe happens somewhere, then this Qunut, this Dua is recited in the Qunut and Nazila. There is no substantiation whatsoever for the recitation of this Qunut in Vita. I'm just giving one example, you're not even getting into the academics of it. Now on the one hand, this is the talk being given in the Haram Sharif and to an audience of Hanafis and then they are being encouraged now you must stop reciting this dua you must go to the bookshops here and buy the kitab which has the dua that dua is also established Allahumma hadina fi man hadayt but now this what you are reading correct, currently is wrong now, this is just one example this happened to be this, just few days prior to Ramadan and the ajeeb thing, that the first tarawih Allah Ta'ala blessed in the Haram Sharif in Makkah Mukarramah, the Imam Sahib that 
performed the Witr Salah, he started his Dua in Qunut with the Dua in Qunut that we recite in Witr. Now here this is being, in the Haram Sharif being said, this is not a Sabit hi nahi hai. Now this is just, we are not going into the academics of it, just to show the confusion that is being created deliberately. That here, the first Tarawi, the first Vitar, being performed with Jamaat, and the beginning, the commencement of the Dua, Allahumma inna anasta'inuk. And even in the Haram Sharif in Madinah Munawwara, some days later, the Imam performed the Vitar, one of the Imams, so he also recited the same, but he started off somewhere lower down, Allahumma iyaka na'bud wa laka nusalli. But the lesson in the point in this is, that look at this deliberate confusion. Now many of those people that were present there, because they felt wherever it is, you just take from where it comes. So they left from there, Allah knows best now, it's in their hearts and minds that what I was doing all these years was wrong. So this is just one example, a very current example, of how Allah knows best what the reasons are for creating this kind of unnecessary confusion, for trying to make people what has become, was come down in an established manner, authentic manner to them, but now to confuse them and tell them what you're doing is wrong. So, much of this danger lies in just taking what comes from where it comes. We're looking at the book, at the cover, and the cover looks very attractive, so everything inside the book must be right. It's like, you hear the hooter, the hooter sounds very nice, so the car must be good. So now you buy the car because of the sound of the hooter. If anybody goes by that rule, that if the sound of the hooter is right, he checks nothing else. As long as the hooter sounds nice, that's good enough. Once Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, one hadith sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Among the things I fear most after me, that will confront the ummad. The times will come, there will be munafiqeen who have a very knowledgeable tongue. In the heart will be something totally different. But the tongue will be very knowledgeable. They will be able to quote a lot. They will be able to just say a lot of things in a very fancy manner, in a very captivating way. But Nabi Wasallam is describing it that kullu munafiqin alim al-lisan. Munafiq with a knowledgeable tongue. So on the one hand, the acquiring of ilm is extremely essential. But together with that, equally important it is that we see where we take that ilm from. Otherwise, Allah forbid, we'll put ourselves in such severe con- confusion that we won't know the right path. And a person will just keep wandering here and there, and suddenly Allah knows best where he'll fall off. So this is the first aspect, there's many details in this regard, but this is the summary of it, that ilm is an essential thing, we have to acquire ilm, especially all those things that pertain to our life, day-to-day life, the business that we engaged in, the kind of job that we might be involved in, whatever else pertains to us, we must know. We must inquire about it. Sometimes the person, he's not even asking. He is just talking about something. 
and he's talking about the deal that he did. And he's talking about it as if to say that you, he's expecting somebody to say, MashaAllah, excellent, very good, and give him dua of barakat. So on that note, he's saying it. He's not asking any question. But as he's explaining what he just did, it's becoming clear that what this person was involved in was nothing but an interest transaction. And he's feeling very elated about it. He's actually wanting dua of barakat on it. But his so-called investment was nothing but interest. But because the names got changed somewhere, the wording was different, it was a different cover on top of the same old rot. So he got carried away, he didn't know better. So therefore it's extremely important to check and double check. Because if that income is not going to be halal, then it will affect everything. It will affect a person's du'as, it will affect his ibadat, and when that goes into the body, when the haram goes in, then this heart is going to be nurtured and nourished by haram, then there will be all kinds of haram thoughts, all kinds of haram inclinations, and then from the haram thoughts and inclinations, the heart is king, the next is haram actions. So this first aspect, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this dua, Allahum aghnini bil ilm. The second aspect was, was the yinni bil hilm. Ya Allah, adorn me with hilm. Adorn me with hilm. Hilm is a part of akhlaq. And Nabi Islam is saying, adorn me with this. Now this is a lesson. The real adornment is akhlaq. A person who has good akhlaq, then he has true beauty. He doesn't need to now try and attract somebody with all artificial things and accessories and be trying to attract attention with some kind of, the, what kind of phone he has, or what kind of car he drives, or what kind of brand labels he's wearing, all these artificial things. Then he, if something, there's no harm in driving a good car, provided it came in a halal way, a person is not getting proud over it, he's not boasting over it. Alhamdulillah, Allah he will use it. But that won't be his objective to create an impression. In using that, he won't be wanting to create an impression for any, upon anyone. He'll be using it as the na'mat of Allah Ta'ala, make shukar, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala's bounty. Likewise, all the other na'mats. But where a person is empty of the real adornments, so now he'll have to flash around in things as an objective, to create an impression. But that doesn't create any impression in reality. And when the inside gets exposed, then all that just loses its luster in moments, in seconds. The real beauty is what is inside. And that will manifest itself in everything. It will manifest itself in a person's talk, in a person's ways, in his habits, in everything. And beauty has a, it's a source of comfort. A person sees some nice scenery, he feels comforted. The inner beauty is what really counts. When there's inner beauty in a person, and there's inner beauty in the people of a household, that household will be in comfort. Because this is what talks all the time. The inner side. And that inside will express itself in all different ways. It'll express itself through the tongue, it'll express itself in action, 
But now because this is beauty all the time coming through, and all the people of that household are, they are bringing forth this beauty, then why won't that house be a sample of Jannat? So this is that adornment that we have to try and work for. This akhlaq. The Hadith Sharif Nabi Salaam says, there is nothing weightier on the scales of good deeds. Min khuluqin hasan. Then good akhlaq. Meaning all the nawafil and all the righteous actions, everything is in its place. But none of it can reach the category of good akhlaq. That a person adopting good akhlaq, where he will reach, a person with all his nawafil cannot reach that. So in this particular aspect, Nabi Islam is this dua he's teaching us, was the yinni bil hilm. Ya Allah, adorn me with hilm. Hilm, hilm is tolerance. The person in one hadith sharif it comes, that ma min shay'in ahabbu ilallahi min al hilm. There is nothing more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than hilm. Meaning from akhlaq, from habits, from ways, from aspects of character. The most beloved thing to Allah Ta'ala is hilm, is tolerance. But we are in this microwave age. And everything has to happen at the press of a button. And if things didn't go the way we wanted, and that too at the press of a button, then we, people see the consequence of the microwave. That it boils things in seconds. So now everything must happen on the turn. And they anything go against our liking. Whereas the example of Rasulullah was that of the height of hilm. Hilm and tolerance is beyond suppressing anger. One is suppressing anger. Tolerance is beyond that. Where that becomes the nature of a person, it starts off on the level of suppressing where there is an effort involved. But as a person continues making this effort for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, it progresses to the point of hill, where this becomes a natural trait in him, that he's cool and calm about everything then. What goes on around him, he can just very easily digest it, very easily just swallow it and carry on, without any effort. Or the very minute effort and it's sufficient. He doesn't have to exercise any major pressure in suppressing that. So it starts off with Al-Hilm Bittahallum. First a person would have to exercise that suffer and suppress that anger and continue doing this for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. And in time this will become Hilm. And when it comes Hilm, Nabi Islam says there is nothing more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than Hilm. Just to understand this hilm by an example, once Imam Abu Hanifa is sitting in a gathering of his students and one person comes up, now wherever there is fruit on a tree, there are people who throw stones also. So wherever there have been these great personalities, there have been the Hasidin as well. There have been those, and unfortunately, or well, Allah knows, it is obviously unfortunate, that from that zamana and time, this great servant of Islam, and this great personality of deen, 
was mazloob from then until now. That you'll still find all kinds of ajeeb things being spoken sometimes from some quarters. That Nauzubillah he was da'if in hadith and all ajeeb ajeeb things. A person da'if in hadith and he compiled mashallah fiqh where there's ikhtilaf and differences of opinion on just a one one portion of things. Otherwise everything else is unanimous with the other fuqaha. So after being da'if in hadith and he only knew very few hadith, mashallah from that few hadith he compiled and he uh, put the, categorized this whole code of fiqh. What a genius he must be. That from a handful of hadith, what others had to go through so much of detail from just this handful he got all this mashallah all the better. So in any case that's a separate issue and a separate topic. But now he's seated in the gathering of his students and somebody comes up and he slaps him. Insan is insan. Something happens to him. But what was the reaction? This is the lesson to learn. And this is those who have understood the sunnah. And that's why we have to turn to the akabir. <coughs> These are our akabir. That they understood the correct application of the sunnah. And in the aspects of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam it is mentioned, مَنْ تَقَمَ لِنَفْسِهِ abada. That Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never took revenge for his personal self. Ever. For an issue of deen, then he didn't cut corners. That if somebody was now trampling the law of Allah Ta'ala, he put that right. But for his personal self, he never ever took revenge. Our situation the other way around. Whatever happens to deen, then we are very tolerant. And dare anybody do anything against our personal self. So in any case, this person slapped him. Imam Muhammad looks at him calmly. And he says to him that, look, you slapped me. If I slap you in return, I will be entitled to that. That like for like, so the, how, to the extent you slap me, I'm entitled to slap you. But I won't do that. If I wish, I can ask my friends here to take revenge on my behalf to the extent that you harmed me. That will be my right, because how much you harm me, I can take that revenge. But I won't do that. I can lay a complaint with the Qazi and ask him to take revenge on my behalf. But I won't do that also. And if I wish, I can leave it for the day of Qiyamah. And on that day, you harmed me in dunya, I will take your good deeds on the day of Qiyamah. I can leave it for then. But I won't do that also. In other words, I will forgive it now. And instead, Inshallah, Allah Ta'ala grant me Jannah. And if Allah Ta'ala gives me the permission to intercede on anybody's behalf, I'll intercede on your behalf and take you to Jannah. I'll intercede on your behalf and take you to Jannah. Now, who can react in this way? A person of hilm. <clears throat> Have we even realized that this is something to ask for? We asked for that one more shop. We asked for a better job. We even asked for that phone to get upgraded. We maybe asked for that new brand of whatever has come and so many things we've asked for. <clears throat> Have we asked for hilm? 
Have we asked for good akhlaq? Nabi Islam is teaching us in this dua that this is, these are things to ask for. When a person will ask for it, Allah will grant him. And by repeatedly asking, it will make him conscious also that I'm going to make an effort for this. That these are things to acquire. That these are things that I need to adorn myself with. So this was the second aspect. The first was, Allahumma aghnini bil ilm wa zayyinni bil hilm. Ya Allah, adorn me with hilm, with tolerance. And then the third aspect, wa akrimni bil taqwa. Ya Allah, grant me honor by means of taqwa. In the Quran Sharif, Allah says, Inna akramakum inna Allahi atqakum. The most honorable, the most noble among you is the one with the greatest taqwa. Nothing else gives a person honor in the sight of Allah Ta'ala. لا فضل لعربي على عجمي ولا فضل لأحمر على أسود إن أكرمكم عند الله أتقاكم نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم in Hajjatul Wada he addressed the Sahaba Ikram and he said to them among the various things that there is no virtue for an Arab over a non-Arab or for a white over a black إن أكرمكم عند الله أتقاكم the one who is most noble in the Height and the court of Allah Ta'ala is the one who has the greatest taqwa. He can be anybody. He can be from any corner of the world. So this taqwa is what brings honor. It brings honor in the akhirat. It also brings honor in dunya. And when a person goes against taqwa, then he can be anybody. But this will bring disgrace in dunya, Allah forbid, and save us. At the worst disgrace, that is, the disgrace of Akhirat. On that day when the whole makhluk will be present, all the servants of Allah Ta'ala and creation of Allah Ta'ala will be present, and a person then, Allah forbid, he didn't make tawbah, and he left this dunya without taqwa, without tawbah, and everything gets exposed on the day of Qiyamah in front of the entire creation of Allah Ta'ala. So this was the third aspect, and this entire month of Ramadan is to acquire this taqwa. The sum total of this taqwa is to give up the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. To become the true servant of Allah Ta'ala. To build this relationship and bond with Allah Ta'ala. Like a person has a relationship with his parents, so he goes out of his way to serve them, to be good to them, to take care of their needs, to comfort them. Why? Because of a relationship. So to build this relationship with Allah Ta'ala, that way he does everything out of the love of Allah Ta'ala. His salah out of the love of Allah Ta'ala. Like a person waking up early in the morning, some would say that this example was inevitable, but it is, that some wake up early in the morning out of the love of fishing. So because those fish are biting at that time, then nothing can keep him from sleeping at that time. Then it's early in the morning, it might be a cold winter's morning, but he's there. So out of the love of Allah Ta'ala, he is there in the masjid for his Fajr Salah. Allah Ta'ala is our creator. Allah Ta'ala is our sustainer. Allah Ta'ala is our nourisher. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with everything. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with every ability and faculty. And we have to stand in front of him on the day of Qiyamah. So out of the love of Allah Ta'ala, he will now be there for his Salah. At Fajr or Zuhar or Asar or any time. Out of the love of Allah Ta'ala, he will daily recite the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. Unfortunately, there is time for 
One is futile things. Person will read the newspaper from cover to cover. Person will read, some people say that they read a novel in a night. One novel in one night. How many hundred and some pages? One novel in one night. And how many pages of Quran Sharif for the month? Well, the whole month, I didn't open the Quran Sharif. And one novel in one night, and maybe every other night there's a novel, Allah knows best every night. So how many thousands of pages of that nonsensical things, Allah forbid filth, were read in the course of that month, and not one page of the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala. Not one page of the Quran Sharif. So now this, to develop this taqwa in the manner that this relationship and bond builds with Allah Ta'ala, and out of the love of Allah Ta'ala is reciting the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala. As he keeps singing the names of his heroes, this person scored so many goals, and that person hit so many runs, and that person was really superb in this, and that person did this, and how many times he takes the name of his so-called heroes, who neither forget being able to help him in any way on the day of Qiyamah, even in dunya they don't know him. The day of Qiyamah is obvious. On that day even a person's parents and his own children will have nothing to do with him. But even in dunya they don't know him, they don't know he exists. But he is so overwhelmed and so thrilled and overawed that in the course of that day, especially if there's something happening somewhere, some match is taking place, he'll be taking those names Allah knows how many times. But in comparison to that, how many times was the name of Allah Ta'ala taken? The zikr of Allah Ta'ala made. How many times was Durud Sharif read upon Rasulullah And his Mubarak name taken in the Durud Sharif. So out of love for Nabi Sallallahu to build this taqwa, we out of love for Allah Ta'ala, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is taking place. Out of love for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Durud Sharif on Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is being recited. And likewise, out of the love for Allah and his Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a person is attaching himself wholeheartedly to every aspect of deen. So this is the third thing Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, وَأَكْرِمْنِي بِالتَّقْوَى And the fourth thing is, وَجَمِّلْنِي بِالْعَافِيَةِ That Allah beautify me with afiyat. That afiyat means that a person is safe, he is not put into any trial, any difficulty, any tribulation, neither in his deen, afiyat in his deen, that he is not tested in his deen, nor in his dunya. This is afiyat, Nabi Islam says in one hadith sharif, after iman, the greatest wealth that a person can be blessed with, blessed with is afiyat. Obviously, starting off with afiyat in his deen, and together with that afiyat in his dunya also. So this is also in many du'as, Nabi Islam taught us to ask for this afiyat. Allahumma inni asaluka al-afwa wal-afiyah, wal-mu'afat al-da'ima. Allah, I seek your forgiveness, I seek your afiyat. And wal-mu'afat al-da'ima. Allah, perpetual afiyat. Fi deen wal-dunya wal-akhirah. Afiyat in my deen, afiyat in my dunya, afiyat in the akhirat as well. Afiyat in the cover on the day of Qiyamah also. So these are things to ask for. So this is one dua, but it encompasses all our deen and dunya needs. All the lessons that we need to adopt are in this one dua. So on the one hand, we should be making this dua as well. And together with that, taking the lesson of this dua and bringing these things into our life. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, give us the tawfiq.
supported in the Hadith Sharif, the person who recites La ilaha illallah 100 times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of righteous actions and give him the tawfiq of staying away from sin and this will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. When reciting La ilaha, to bring to mind all the evil, the filth, whatever is in our hearts that is ghayrullah, everything that is a distraction from deen, everything that becomes an obstacle in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, all this we have taken and thrown out of our hearts. And illallah, there is this nur settling in the heart, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala. Besides Guru Chani. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada Ala habibika khayrin khalqi kullihimi Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah, 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 la ilaha illallah. محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میں راہو جا ایک میدان ہوں تو ہی تو ہو اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل 
درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیتا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیا تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بستا دم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ
அண்ணா 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 அல்லாஹுமலக்கல்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்ஹம்
ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم اجعل اعمالنا خالصه لوجهك ولا تجعل فيها حظا لغيرك ولا تجعل فيها حظا لغيرك اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving Allah اله العالمين يا الله يا الله all we can present you is our feebleness ya Allah all we can present you is our weakness ya Allah all we can present you is the wrongs that we have done and seeking your forgiveness for it ya Allah اله العالمين we can present nothing else ya Allah Allah, we have nothing to say that we have done anything, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, but you are most gracious, Ya Allah. You are most kareem, Ya Allah. You are most raheem, Ya Allah. You are Rahman, Ya Allah. You are Yazal Jalali wal Ikram. Ya Allah, you are Hanan, Ya Allah. You are Mannan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you love forgiving, Ya Allah. You are Afu, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you love forgiving, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Allahumma innaka afuun. كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم يا الله do that which you love me ya Allah ya Allah your forgiveness is for sinners ya Allah and we are the sinners sitting here today ya Allah ilahu alamin ya Allah you shower down upon us that which you love to shower ya Allah Ilahul Alameen, you love to show your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our relatives and friends, Ya Allah. Forgive the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, forgive the Ummah, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. The widows of the Ummah are crying, Ya Allah. The orphans of the Ummah are crying, Ya Allah. The oppressed of the Ummah are crying, Ya Allah. Allah, those who are downtrodden are crying, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, throughout the world, Ya Allah. Allah, there is so much of pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You shower down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties, Ya Allah. Remove the hardships of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the poverty from the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties from the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we acknowledge all this is due to our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us and forgive the entire Ummah, Ya Allah. Grant us and the entire Ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from those amal that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, spread the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Spread the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Grant one and all hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are with iman, give us hidayat to come on complete deen, Ya Allah. Those who are without iman, grant them hidayat to come into iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Make us steadfast from deen, Ya Allah. Grant us all the goodness of deen, Ya Allah. Grant us the tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform every salah in the way you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not, Ya Allah, allow shaitan and nafs to become obstacles, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, prevent these obstacles from us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, only with your protection can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove these enemies far away from us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you save us and protect us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Enable us to, Ya Allah, recite the Qur'an Sharif daily with muhabbat, Ya Allah. Enable us to make your zikr and dua daily with muhabbat, Ya Allah. Enable us, Ya Allah, to remember you at all times, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from all the disobedience, Ya Allah. Save us from all the filth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, how shameless we were, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are all knowing, Ya Allah. You are all watching, Ya Allah. We feel ashamed to do some wrong in front of a little child. We feel ashamed to do something wrong in front of a year-old child. Ya Allah, we didn't feel ashamed to do the wrong in front of you, Ya Allah. We didn't feel ashamed to look at the haram in your presence, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we looked behind us to see nobody was watching, Ya Allah. 
We looked to see that nobody was around, Ya Allah. But we are not Ya Allah, ashamed that you were watching, Ya Allah. We felt no shame that you were all hearing to all the nonsense we were talking, Ya Allah. To all the evil talk, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we did not have any shame, Ya Allah. That you knew what's going on in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cooked up all the evils in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, how shameless we were, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the shamelessness, Ya Allah. Forgive the shamelessness, Ya Allah. Grant us haya from you, Ya Allah. Grant us haya from you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us haya from you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we got haya for that little child, Ya Allah. We got some degree of haya, Ya Allah. But we didn't have haya from you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you know what's going on in our hearts, Ya Allah. You have already declared, Ya Allah, Mukhainat al-A'yuni wa ma'atukhfi sudur that he knows what, the, what the, the deception of the eyes and what the hearts conceal. Ya Allah, but we were so shameless, Ya Allah. Forgive the shamelessness, Ya Allah. Forgive the shamelessness, Ya Allah. Grant us haya from you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us your consciousness, Ya Allah. Let us be forever conscious that you are watching, Ya Allah. Let us be forever conscious that you are hearing, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Once your muhabbat settles in our heart, Ya Allah, there won't be any place for this filth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Settle your muhabbat in our hearts, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts to the brim with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't leave any space for anything but you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. With the love of deen, Ya Allah. With the love of the effort of deen, Ya Allah. Accept us in our progeny till qiyamah for the effort of deen with ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Save us from all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we're making sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we did, we regret it, Ya Allah. We were shameless, Ya Allah. We acknowledge it, Ya Allah. But we regret it also, Ya Allah. We are ashamed of it today, Ya Allah. We're expressing the shame, Ya Allah. We're expressing this regret, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you accept this tawbah, Ya Allah. We're making a firm place not to go back to these sins again, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast on this Tawbah, Allah. You keep us steadfast on this Tawbah, Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast on this Tawbah, Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, save us from all the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Allah, these devices have become such great challenges, Ya Allah. Allah, you save us from this haram, Ya Allah. Save us from these challenges, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from the sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. Save us from ghibat, Ya Allah. Save us from lying, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from carrying tales, Ya Allah. Save us from slandering, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from vulgar languages, Ya Allah. Save us from evil talk, Ya Allah. Save us from talking obscenities, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts from all the evils, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Grant us all the akhlaq hamida Ya Allah. Grant us all the akhlaq hamida Ya Allah. Remove and clean us from all the akhlaq razila Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are connected to every other thing, Ya Allah. If we are not connected, we are unconnected to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove us from all these connections with haram, Ya Allah. All these evil connections, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove us from all these connections, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, connect our hearts to you, Ya Allah. Connect our hearts to you, Ya Allah. Grant us the nisbat of the awliya siddiqeen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the nisbat of the awliya muqarrabeen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us among your awliya muqarrabeen, Ya Allah. Al-mukhlaseen, al-mukhlaseen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, make us among your chosen servants, Ya Allah. Allah, make us among your special servants, Ya Allah. Make us among those who obey you at every instance, Ya Allah. Make us among those whose hearts are forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Make us among those who are forever conscious about you, Ya Allah. 
Make us among those who are forever concerned about pleasing you, Ya Allah. Who are all the time concerned about earning your pleasure, Ya Allah. Who are forever concerned that they must not displease you in any moment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us among those servants, Ya Allah. Make us among those servants, Ya Allah. Save us from becoming heedless, Ya Allah. Save us from being among the ghafileen, Ya Allah. Allahumma la taj'alna min al-ghafileen. Allahumma la taj'alna min al-ghafileen. Allahumma la taj'alna min al-ghafileen. Ilahu l'alamin, make us among the zakirin, Ya Allah. Make us among the zakirin, Allah, kathira. Al-Zakirat, Ya Allah, make us, Ya Allah, all the men among the Zakirin, Ya Allah, all the women among the Zakirat, Ya Allah, who remember you excessively, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, fill our hearts with shock, Ya Allah, enable us to do everything out of muhabbat for you, Ya Allah, enable us to perform our salah out of muhabbat for you, Ya Allah, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif and make zikr and dua out of muhabbat for you, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, in this Mubarak days, Ya Allah, whatever amal we done, Ya Allah, it's very feeble, Ya Allah, it's totally broken, Ya Allah. Nothing is worthy of presenting to you, Ya Allah. But out of your karam, Ya Allah. Out of your mercy, Ya Allah. Out of your grace, Ya Allah. Accept it, Ya Allah. Accept it, Ya Allah. Accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of our najat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of our forgiveness, Ya Allah. Make it a means of getting connected to you, Ya Allah. Make it a means of receiving your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of being receiving your nisbat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of becoming yours, Ya Allah. Make it a means of you becoming ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant as your love, Ya Allah. Allahumma rzuqna hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wal amal alladhi yubalighuna hubbak. Allahumma jhal hubbak ahabba al-ashyai ilayna wa jhal khashyataka akhwafa al-ashyai indana. Allahumma jhal hubbak ahabba ilayna min anfusina wa ahlina wa min al-ma'il barid. Ilahul alamin, make your love more beloved to us than ourselves, Ya Allah. Make your love more beloved to us than ourselves, Ya Allah. Make your love more beloved to us than ourselves, Ya Allah. Than our families, Ya Allah. Than even cold water on a hot day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us more, your, your love more beloved to us than everything, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamira, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Grant complete cure to all, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from our spiritual ailments, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from our physical ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those with any kind of difficulties and hardships, Allah, out of your grace, Ya Allah, remove it, Ya Allah. Out of your fuzzle and karam, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in our deen, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in our dunya, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat on the day of qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those in any kind of depression, anxieties, worries, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant sukur in the hearts, Ya Allah. Grant itminan in the hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. That itminan which you have promised, Allah, be zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. Allah, grant us that level of zikr, Ya Allah. That level of obedience, Ya Allah. That connection with you, Ya Allah. So that our hearts are in perpetual peace, Ya Allah. Our hearts are in itminan, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have passed away, fill their qabars with nur, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah. Allah, you make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Grant them a special place in ala illiyin, Ya Allah. Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, those of our parents who are living, grant them barakat in their lives, barakat in their health. Allah, keep them in good health and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, enable us to earn jannah through service to them, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, bless them with the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, la ilaha illallah. 
محمد الرسول اللہ اللہ ٹھیک ہے سن ایمان کامل یا اللہ ٹھیک ہے سن توبت النسوح یا اللہ اللہ وی ار لیڈنگ اور لائف وتھ سچ ہیڈلیسنس یا اللہ اللہ سچ ان یا اللہ ان کنسرن یا اللہ ود اؤٹ اینی کے یا اللہ اف سڈنلی ملک الموت ہیز ٹو کم سی اس یا اللہ سڈنلی ملک الموت ہیز اپیئر فرنٹ اف اس یا اللہ وٹ از گونا بی اور کنڈیشن یا اللہ الہ العالمین انیبل اس ٹو پریپیر فار دیٹ مومنٹ یا اللہ انیبل اس ٹو بی فور ایور پریپیر فار دیٹ مومنٹ یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ انیبل اور دین ایسپیکٹس اف دین ٹو بی ان آرڈر یا اللہ enable our aspects of dunya to be in order ya allah allah let us be in a such a condition that we will fulfill your rights ya allah that at the time by the time that comes we fulfill the rights of your servants ya allah that we have nothing outstanding in terms of your rights ya allah we have nothing outstanding in terms of the rights of people upon us ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah take us on complete and perfect iman ya allah take us on tawbah and nasuh ya allah take us on complete and perfect tawbah ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah take us at a time that you are pleased with us ya allah We are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, at the time that, Ya Allah, the announcement is being made, Ya Allah, that, Ya Ayyaduhan Nafsul Mutma'innah, Irji'i ila Rabbiki Radiyatan Mardiyah, Fadkhuli fi Ibadi, Wadkhuli Jannati. Ilahul Alameen enables this announcement to be made for us also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus, without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, don't throw us into Jannab, Ya Allah. Don't throw us into the fire of Jannab. Ya Allah, Allah, indeed we are most sinful, Ya Allah. Out of your grace, forgive us, Ya Allah. Save us from the azab of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, we cannot stand the heat of the sun, Ya Allah. We are going to obey the azab of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, 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 forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us, Ya Allah. Save our families from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, save our friends and relatives from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allahumma a'atik riqabana min al-nar. Allahumma a'atik riqabana min al-nar. اللهم اعطيك رقابنا من النار اله العالمين يا الله سيف الصدفاء وجهنم يا الله فري وسوس الصدفاء وجهنم يا الله اله العالمين جب جنت الفردوس داود اني ركني يا الله don't take us to task on the day of qiyamah ya allah like we are taken to task ya allah if an account of our deeds are taken ya allah ya allah most of all ya allah ya allah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam will be embarrassed ya allah This is the task of his, this is the condition of his ummatis, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, forgive us, ya Allah. And without any hisab kitab, give us jannat, ya Allah. Nabi Islam will become pleased, ya Allah. His heart will be happy, ya Allah. Ya Allah, to make his heart happy, forgive us, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, grant us the Mubarak water of Kausar from his Mubarak hand, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, let him be happy to see us on that day, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enables to have the honor of him embracing us on that day, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, enables to have the honor of his shafat on that day, ya Allah. Allah will have been granted Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, all the pain we have caused is Mubarak heart through our ahmal. Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. For the rest of our life, enable us to become a source of comfort to His Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Allahu Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all the work of deen accepted, Ya Allah. Accept all the efforts of deen taking place, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant himmat to all those involved in the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant your nusrat to all those involved in the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Allahu Alameen, grant all the qualities that are required to those efforts involved in the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept all the efforts, Ya Allah. Wherever there's mistakes and shortcomings, overlook it, Ya Allah. Forgive it, Ya Allah. 
Allah make all the efforts of deen become a source of ya Allah, good and khair for one and all, Ya Allah. All the isms and all the deviations, Ya Allah. With afiyat, remove it, Ya Allah. Allah. Remove all the deviations, Ya Allah. Remove all the confusions with afiyat, Ya Allah. Keep us on the straight path, Ya Allah. Keep us on sirat mustaqeen, Ya Allah. Keep us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Allah. All those who have made our khidmat, Ya Allah. All those who have made it ihsan upon us, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant them the best rewards, Ya Allah. Grant them barakat in their lives, Ya Allah. Grant them barakat in their wealth, Ya Allah. Grant them good health, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Protect them and their families, Ya Allah. Grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Fill their hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allah, make them the true ummatis of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, make us the true ummatis of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, you fulfill all their needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Cure all their ailments, Ya Allah. Grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Grant them itminan and sukoon, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who are present and all those who have raised their hands to this dua. Ilahul Alameen, you are the know of each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know each one's cry, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your treasures are unlimited, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if you grant each one his need, Ya Allah, it won't decrease your treasures to the iota, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant each one your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Grant each one your nisbat, Ya Allah. Make each one your waliya kamil, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant each one complete Islam and tazkiyah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, complete afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, begged you for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good. Whatever Nabi Islam sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we also seeking that refuge, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an, anta al-musta'an, anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaf wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim jazallahu anna nabiyyana Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu rabbana taqabbal minna تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم واتبع علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله